When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By falling into her frame, doing the five love languages, starting to do things to placate her is really what causes her to lose respect for you. And a woman who she can't love a guy who she doesn't respect at the end of the day. And all this stuff goes down to integrity, right? You can't respect anybody that doesn't have any integrity. What do you expect the woman to do? You've basically lost all of your credibility, all of your integrity. And so she's going to lose respect. So by doing these things to try to keep her from leaving, it's going to cause her to lose respect for you. And that's eventually going to be the cause of her leaving. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the come on man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody. Welcome back to another week of come on, man. If you haven't done so already, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, please give us a five-star review. It helps more than you know. Um, I've been lately reading uh, people's uh, five-star reviews. Um, I'm not going to do it this week just because I didn't have time to open this up. Uh, but I will try to do it again next week. So if you uh, really you know, want to get a, a free shout out. You don't want to join the Patreon or anything like that. Um, but you just, you just want to get acknowledged as supporting the show. That's, uh, that's the free way to help support the show. Uh, just go to, you know, Apple podcasts or iTunes, give us a five-star review and actually write out why you like the show. And I will read it on an upcoming episode. Um, I want to give a shout out to the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash come on man pod. The link's going to be in the description. Uh, This episode is in January, so there's only three tiers available. Um, The top tier, you get a video call with me per month and you get uh, unlimited text, uh, text support and voice message support. Um, Also, if you want to send a video message to me, you can do that and I can send you a video message back. That's unlimited throughout the month. It's only a hundred bucks for that. Um, And then we'll follow up with an actual, you know, video call once a month. Uh, The middle tier, it's uh, just the, the texting voice message and video messages. And that's unlimited per month. It's only 50 bucks. And then the, the lowest tier which is just if you want to help support the show, it's only 10 bucks a month and you get added to the beer credits at the end of every episode. So if you, you know, just want to do that, like you're basic, it's basically the cost of like two cups of coffee a month to support the show. It helps, you know, keep putting us in front of more men. It helps us help more men get that message out there on, you know, how to level up and get better with women. So check that out. Also, please get on the email list if you're not on the email list already. So back in 2021, I got banned from TikTok, very, very much like, you know, the Andrew Tate situation. 
uh, although I wasn't deplatformed completely from all, you know, all online social media, but I was kicked off of TikTok. I had like 30,000 followers back then. And it's just been a struggle trying to get back to where I was. So to try to hedge that possibility, I, I've created a, uh, an email list where I'm just, you know, I'm sending you guys free stickers. So the, the picture that's, that's there on the screen, the red pill, the, uh, None of you could be first, but all of you could be next. That's for the ladies. Uh, <laughs> and uh, not a nice guy. All of those are, are stickers that I'm going to send you for free if you sign up for the email list. So browse to list.comeonmanpod.com. The link's in the description for that as well. Get on the email list. Uh, I will tell you how to you know, send me your, your mailing address. I'll cover postage, and I will send you that kind of stuff. All right. So uh, this week is going to be a solo podcast. Um, I had this time blocked off because I was going to interview a couple of guys. Um, one of them is a longtime friend of mine. And um, I'm not going to mention any names here because uh, I'm going to protect their anonymity. But um, basically, he and this other guy came together. They They put together a product which was going to be on, you know, how to you know, get more numbers on dating apps. It actually was a pretty solid idea. Great idea. Talked about like how to set up your dating profile, right? Talked about how to open conversations with women and keep women engaged long enough to close them on their numbers so that you could potentially, you know, set up a, a date over the phone or something like that. That was a great idea. But uh, one of the guys um, decided to back out last minute. Um, in fact, it, we had, we had scheduled this uh, a couple of weeks before and he just kept backing out, backing out. And, and the big reason was because he just got into a new relationship and he's afraid that his girlfriend's going to find these podcasts and, you know, he doesn't want to ruin this new relationship that he's got. And, uh, the first time he did it, I was like, bro, you know, like what, what are you so scared of? It's not like, you know, like I always, uh, for this particular guy, we, we don't use his full name and, you know, so it's like, if, if people are like, you know, Googling him and stuff like that, they're, they're, you know, the chances of them are finding him are, are pretty slim, but now he's just like deathly afraid of losing this girl. And, uh, and I'm just like, man, that is just not the right men mental state to be in. And so I thought since he just completely canceled on this and also because he canceled on this, he completely backed out of this product with his business partner. So his business partner's left holding his dick in his hand now, you know, this whole thing, just because he's afraid of, of, of upsetting a girl, like just blew up, uh, it, it impacted a lot of people and we'll get into that. So, but long story short, uh, I decided, you know what? I already blocked off this hour to, to record this podcast. Why don't I record a podcast on owning your shit, right? Um, <laughs> because that's something I had to learn. I have an international podcast. My name's out there. I get, uh, you know, sometimes on, on like my, my, uh, my Instagram videos or my YouTube videos, you know, I get tens of thousands of views on some of this stuff. You know, I have a, I have a video, uh, a short on, YouTube right now that has over a million views. Like my name's out there, man. People are going to, people are going to see me. Girls are going to see me. And, uh, I, I had to learn, you know what? Just fucking own this shit. You know, you can't be scared of, of, of a woman's potential emotional state. Um, so I'm going to get into that a little bit more. And, uh, 
you get I think this episode's it, it's a it's a necessary episode. You guys are going to want to stay tuned for what I have to say in this one. And I'll bring you all of that right after these words. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What if I told you you can have anything you want? More money, a bigger house, hotter women. Would you believe me? If your answer is no, you need to ask yourself why you think that way. What's holding you back? I can tell you right now. It's a self-limiting belief that's holding you back. Your paradigm or the way you see the world is holding you back. What if I told you that I can teach you how to change your paradigm? I just finished my course on the practical law of attraction. You may have heard of the law of attraction, but have dismissed it as magical thinking or woo-woo nonsense. Well, it's not. The law of attraction is real, but it's not magic. At the end of the day, it comes down to your mindset. And my course will teach you how to reprogram your mindset so that you can achieve anything that you want in this world. And the first 50 people that use the coupon code in the description will get 15% off. If you want more out of this life, if you want to achieve bigger goals, if you want to achieve goals so big that they will blow your mind, then this is your sign. Sign up for my course at loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's L-O-A. Dot comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. All right, guys, and we're back. Look, um, you know, before I go any further, this episode uh, was recorded back at the beginning of December, but uh, by the time this episode airs, it's going to be like the second week of January. So I, I want to say that if you guys like these, you know, single solo type podcast episodes, Tune in every Wednesday and Friday on YouTube because I'm doing these live now. And uh, the first one I did uh, at the time of this recording, this the, the whole time space continuum thing. But the first one I did would have been last week on January 4th. So go back and check that out on, on YouTube. Um, I'm also streaming it live at the same time. It's a simulcast based to uh, Facebook and Twitter as well. So if you want to catch it, uh, and you're on Facebook, you can, you can watch it there. You can catch it on Twitter as well. Um, I'm only going to be answering super chats, uh, from YouTube though. So if you have a question, um, you ever want to ask during a live stream, uh, head on over to YouTube, join the, join the live chat and you can send a super chat to ask your questions and I'll answer those live. Um, all right. So as I mentioned in the intro, I was going to meet with a, a couple of guys today to do a podcast episode on some on, on a dating product. Um, and I and you know, I already mentioned in the intro basically what that product was, uh, but I'm not going to mention specifically who the guys were. Um, and I'm not going to mention their I'm not going to name names. Um, I'm also going to talk about not just that that particular incident, but that's really what caused me to want to do an episode on on owning your shit. Um, but I also recently, just a couple of months ago, had a friend that I knew in a, a local runners club that I was a part of out here that had a similar situation. You know, he basically changed everything about himself because he was afraid of how his his wife was acting. You know what I mean? 
And that's just not the way to go, guys. So I'm going to get into that here. Um, so going back to, to what started all this, right? One of the guys backed out last minute because he, he didn't want his girlfriend to potentially see him, uh, in this, in this episode, right? Um, he, he's, he's new in a relationship. He he's only been dating this girl for, you know, at the time of, uh, that this drops, you know, for a couple of months. Um, he, he's, uh, he's been a guest on the podcast before. And, uh, the funny thing is, is that this isn't necessarily the first time something like this has come up, right? He, uh, he, man, I can't, I, and I'm not going to name specific episodes, but there's been times in the past before he even met this girl where he's said something on the podcast that he's afraid that, you know, someone else might see on the internet that like, like a mutual friend of ours might see. And he's like, Oh, I was talking all this shit. I don't want them to see that. Can you please take that episode down? It's like, no dude, no, I'm not taking episodes down because you can't control your mouth. You know what I mean? Um, or he'll ask me to like edit specific segments out because he, he doesn't like how they come across. You know, he's afraid of what people might think of him. Um, <laughs> So he did that. He did that uh, not only with this episode by backing out, but he also did that with a, another previous one again, right? And it, and the the what he did uh, the request this this latest time was uh, to cut out a, a small chunk from a, a, a video that we did. I think I think it dropped in September. I want to say maybe maybe, um, and he he was just like, okay, so this one section here it's been keeping me up at night. I can't sleep. You know, it's really been bothering me for days. Can you please, like, I need you. I need you to do this. Like he was begging me, right? He even offered me, offered to pay me money to cut out this, this segment. And I'm just like, dude, you are just like, this is me like listening to his voice messages. Like, dude, you are just absolutely losing your fucking shit right now. You are completely losing frame over stuff that was said like months ago that no one gives a shit about. Literally no one's going to notice, no one's going to care. And, you know, and, but this one, he was afraid that his girlfriend might see it. And apparently she did see it already, but he still wanted me to, to cut it out. Cause he was like, Oh, she knows the real story. And she knows that what I said in this one segment, and it was like, <laughs> it was like a minute, you know, it was like a minute segment. You would have blinked and you would have missed it. And, uh, he wanted me to cut that out um, because he was like, I lied. I lied. You know, I caught myself in a lie. And so I started going off on a tangent that just made me look like a complete idiot. And I guarantee if you went back, like, I went ahead and edited it for him. Um, you know, he's not, he's not welcome back on the podcast anymore after, after all these, th this is like the, the last straw, you know what I mean? He, he's done this before, but, um, but yeah, so I went ahead and edited that that out for him and uh and, and i was like but that's it man you're like you're never coming back on here again uh with that kind of attitude that complete absolute loss of frame like this is what we're teaching these guys we're teaching these guys out there on the internet to have frame to maintain frame and you're just completely fucking losing your frame right now and so how can anybody, you know, why would I have you on here as someone as like some kind of authority on this shit when you can't even do it yourself, man? That's absolutely, that's, that's, it's an integrity 
situation at this point. So I edited it out for him, but basically told him like, mm, you're done, Zobro. bro. Um, and, you know, actions have consequences like that, right? He's so afraid. He's so afraid of losing this chick that he he's known for less than a year that he's willing to blow up friendships with guys that he's known for for several years. Right. Think about that for a minute. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to absolutely blow up a solid friendship with a guy? Uh, you know, and, and, and having good, solid male friends is something that men need. We need that for our mental health. And are you willing to blow that up for some chick that you just met? Think about that for a second. That's basically what this guy's doing. He's blowing up his, his entire personal life with good, solid male friends because he doesn't want to upset this new girl that he's with. And it's like, the, the funny thing is, that's that type of behavior will blow up that relationship. And I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but think about this, right? This particular situation, I mentioned this in the intro, you know, this particular situation has consequences. His decisions to act like this not only impacted like my friendship, but also his business relationship, right? Because like I said, he was supposed to come on this podcast and pitch a product. He has a business partner and they have a great product lined up. Like they could, these guys could potentially make tons of money with this. And he just totally blew it up because he can't, can't keep his frame because he has a new girl, you know, don't, you, you, you just cannot be that guy. You know, you just cannot, you can't absolutely be that. You, you absolutely can't be that guy. You know, girls, girls tend to come and go in your life. You know, you know, I, I can't even see this happening. If you know, uh, the, the story, the, the next story I'm going to get to after this, that guy, I mean, he's been married for like, you know, 20, 30 years or something like that. So he's known that he's known his wife longer than, you know, the run club people, that, uh, you know, that he basically like blew off. So maybe that's, that's a little bit more of an understandable situation, but this one, like, I, I know this guy's only known this girl for less than a year, less than six months, I think. So to completely blow up friendships and business deals, that is an absolute loss of frame and you just can't do that. So, um, like I said, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not naming names here, but this is this needs to be an example of something of of what not to do, right? What you, what will make you look weak and beta in front of your girl? You know, these are the types of things that that chicks will walk walk away from a guy for, right? <laughs> you know, guy, it's it's funny. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to get into it more later, but this is what's called the emasculation paradox. You know, guys are so afraid of losing a woman that they fall into her frame. They start doing things to please her. And those are the actions that cause her to leave at the end of the day, not because he was on a men's podcast talking about how to pick up chicks. You know, that's not what causes women to leave. You know, women get upset by that kind of stuff, but um, as long as you're, you know, it's a shit test. As long as you're indifferent about it, as long as you agree and amplify, as long as you, you know, have amused mastery, all sorts, whatever you like to use to deal with shit tests, 
that's how you have to deal with your woman in situations like this. You can't let her emotional state get to you. Um, now my friend Benny, he's a he's a dating coach. He's been on the podcast too, Benny Lichten Walner. He gave me great advice early on in the podcast when I, I was still dating Marine Corps chick. And I was uh I was pretty upfront when I when I met Marine Corps chick that I had a podcast. I mean, obviously she would come over to my house and I had like podcasting gear set up. So it, it wasn't like I, I knew I couldn't hide it from her. So I was just very, you know, open and upfront with it, with her. Um, but Marine Corps chick, she, uh, I, I found myself sort of uh, not necessarily like owning it. Right. I would sort of like try to placate her and be like, ah, you know, it's, you know, it's just stuff that you say on the internet and whatever. And um and Marie Corps chick would just constantly shit test me about this stuff. And, um, you know, that was uh, probably one of the big reasons why I didn't stay with Marine Corps chick very long was because she just couldn't get on board with what I was doing. And, um, so I talked to Benny about it and Benny, you know, he's a dating coach. He's, he's a dating coach. He teaches guys like how to, how to get rotations of chicks. He teaches guys like how to meet chicks on like, you know, Facebook and stuff like that. But Benny's married and Benny, uh, you know, Benny told me, he's like, look, man, you just have to, you have to own that shit because, you know, if, if she's going to be with you, she needs to be on board with what you're doing. And you, you know, you don't make excuses for it. Don't, you know, just be like, yeah, this is what it's about. This is what I believe. Fucking take it or leave it. And a chick that's really in your frame is going to be totally cool with it. Right. So one thing I learned about, uh, about that when I was dating Marine Corps chick was not necessarily that like I had to like put it out there that, yeah, Hey, I have a men's podcast. Um, but you know, it, it's, it, it goes to the whole discovery Trump's disclosure concept. Right. So I, I felt like I couldn't, I can't keep it a secret because I'm out there on the internet, but I don't necessarily need to talk about it. And, you know, I could let chicks that I'm dating discover it naturally and um, nurse chick, when I when I first started dating nurse chick, I think it was like within the first week <laughs> or two of us dating, she found the podcast. You know, she was she was doing her internet sleuth thing that, that you know women do. Women totally are like women are like private investigators, man. Women are like the fucking FBI. They are going to go down fucking internet rabbit holes, and uh, you know what? Let me put this up here before I forget, just so you guys. Don't forget to join the Patreon. Um, but you know, chicks are like chicks are like investigators. They're private eyes. They're like they're they're like the the FBI, right? They'll find stuff out if if they're curious enough. And honestly, if they're curious curious enough to like investigate you, that kind of means that they're into you, right? That shows like a high level investment. So you shouldn't get pissed off that chicks, you know, looking into your background. It's like you should look at it and just sort of laugh it off like, yeah, that's chicks doing what chicks do. And so uh, so anyway, the reason why I was able to find out that that uh, nurse chick, you know, knew about the podcast was I, th I think it, it might have been like maybe our third date or something like that. I don't remember. She was over here at my house and uh, just in normal conversation, she just starts she brings up uh, hypergamy and I'm just like, that's that's odd that a chick just randomly brings up hypergamy. It's not, you know, hypergamy is not something that people bring up in normal conversation. <laughs> so, uh, 
so after she said that the next morning I made a TikTok saying, how do you, you, you know, you can tell when someone's internet stalking you because they bring up things that are just oddly specific, you know, based on things that you, you post online or something like that. And like, it was like 30 minutes later, I get a text from, from nurse chick saying, all right, I have a confession. I found your, I found your podcast. I found your TikToks and I follow you and stuff. And I'm just like, okay. So I didn't, uh, you know, I, I learned from this, you know, situation with Marine Corps chick and talking with Benny. I just had to own it, you know, and just be like, yep, that's my stuff. That's, that's my podcast. And, um, nurse chick is totally on, on board with it. Right. Like I didn't have to try to explain it away. I didn't have to try to say, oh, well, you know, that's just, uh, that's just a persona I have online. Like this is me, you know? And you know, she, she's been around me long enough that she knows like, this is how I am. This is how I act. I just own this stuff. I, I maintain that frame at all times. And you know what? She, she digs it. Um, she, you know, one thing that, uh, you want to avoid, um, and I, and I learned this in the book, no more Mr. Nice guy by Dr. Robert Glover. And if you haven't read it yet, you absolutely should. Now the first, like, I don't know, one third or even one half of the book, it's all on like, you know, dealing with childhood trauma type stuff, you know, uh, toxic shame and all that stuff. And I, I don't necessarily feel like I went through any of that kind of stuff, but my mom did definitely raise me to be a nice guy. And my dad raised me to be like a passive aggressive guy. That's just trying to keep your wife happy and not make her upset. Right. Like that's, I learned those bad habits from my parents. Um, but what I learned from, from no more Mr. Nice guy is to avoid what he calls deering. So it's an acronym D E E R. Okay. That stands for defend, explain, excuse, or evade and rationalize. So, you know, when, uh, like, let's say nurse chick said, Oh, you have a men's podcast. Ew. Right. And I'll, and I try to defend it like, Oh, well, you know, men need this men, men, men really, you know, men are, uh, committing suicide out there. Men need a voice and, you know, men don't really have a, a place where they can go. And right. That's defending it. And then me explaining, Oh, well, men don't have a voice and stuff like that. That's you know, all that stuff and rationalizing why I have a podcast and why I'm doing what I'm doing, that is weak behavior. Cause now it's like, I'm trying to justify stuff that I'm into so that she doesn't get mad at me for doing it. Right. And do you see, do you see how that's falling into her frame? That's falling into her mindset. That's me worrying about consequences. Like she might leave me or something like that. Um, but what, what really ends up happening is that makes you uh, qualify to her that puts her up a level above you. And now you're trying to justify whatever your actions to like her as an authority, like she's your an authority figure. And that just makes you look weak in beta, right? Because women want to look up to men, right? They want to defer to men's authority. They want to, they want a man to take the lead in the relationship. And a man can't do that if he's put her up here and now he's justifying himself to her up here. So the way that you handle that is just say, yeah, I have a man's podcast. Uh, let's go get some steak tonight. Right. I mean, just like, it's no big deal. 
this there's no explanation there there's no justification there there's no rational rationalizing why you need to have a podcast or whatever it's yeah i have a men's podcast actually it's worldwide it's great let's go get some dinner that's that's how you handle that kind of shit right so my friend uh i you know that backed out of this podcast i guarantee he said that that she found this episode he wanted me to edit out a certain part I guarantee he's sitting there trying to justify to her, explain, defend himself, all that kind of stuff of why he was on these men's podcasts. And he tries to tell her that's, that's, that's who I was. That's not who I am now. I found myself on my authentic self now. And like, dude, stop fucking justifying, explaining yourself. Right. Um, another thing that's a big problem with this, right. She finds that podcast. Let's say, you know, she finds the one of the older podcasts and he's being loud and boisterous and, you know, talking all this mad smack about how he's a pimp and he's got, you know, a rotation of like, you know, four women or whatever. Right. Um, and then she confronts him about it and he's like, Oh no, no, no. I was just saying that for the podcast, you know, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> he's not being congruent now. And uh, congruency is a very big deal to women, you know, like this. It's one of the things uh, that men have to demonstrate on dating apps. Uh, when you start a conversation on a dating app, you have to be the same person on the dating app that you are in person. And women can usually spot uh, guys who are, really good at texting, but suck in person. Right. And you're, if you're not congruent between those two things, like women start questioning, uh, your integrity, they start questioning, like, who's the real guy. Are you lying on the dating app or are you lying in person? Right. So in a situation like this, who's being fake right now, the guy who was on the podcast or the guy who's in person now she can't trust you. And that kind of thing makes a woman not feel safe in the relationship. And those are the type of actions that will actually cause her to leave. So you trying to make her, you know, not upset, trying to make her happy by, by dismissing how you acted on like an old podcast episode is something that's actually going to make her want to leave going forward because now she can't trust who you are. She can't trust that, that who you say in person is, is the real you. Because you were acting this way on the previous podcast. There's no congruency there. Do you see what I'm saying? You need to, you need to, that's why you need to take ownership of, yeah, yeah, I said that on the podcast because fuck yeah, you know, men are the leaders in the relationship and I have a rotation of four chicks. Like, yeah, I, I spun plates until I found the right plate, you know? That's how I did it with, with Nurse Chick. She knows that. She knows that when we first got together, I wasn't exclusive. You know, um, she tried, she, she wanted to lock me down quick though, <laughs> but, but who can blame her? Right. Anyway, but, but do you see what I'm saying here? You have to be congruent and, and not being congruent is, is, you know, you know, trying to lie about your previous actions or, you know, explaining away your previous actions. It's like, no one can trust you. Like, I don't trust this guy. Now you were acting this way, you know? a year ago on the podcast, but now you're with a girl and you're acting this way. Like I trust this action more 
I trust this beta action more than I trust his uh, fake, you know, bravado. Uh, it, it, it's really disappointing, honestly. Um, let's uh, let's switch gears here. Let's let me tell you guys the story of the Run Club guy. So, um, this Run Club guy, I really like this guy, right? Um, I, I, and I, I'd be very surprised if he listens to this podcast, but if he does, hopefully, hopefully he learns something. He, hopefully he doesn't get pissed off and he actually takes what I'm about to say and, um, you know, takes it to heart. But, uh, but if he doesn't, you know, no harm, no foul. Cause I haven't really talked to him in, in pretty much since he left run club. Anyway, we, we got together like once or twice after that, but it's just, he's not the same guy anymore. So there's a, another mutual friend of ours who was also in run club. And, uh, this is a female and, um, well, let me backtrack a little bit. Let me tell you more about this guy. So this guy, when I first met him, uh, I was listening to, uh, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill uh, on audiobook. And so somehow we, we, we got to talking about our interests and stuff. And I was telling him how I like to listen to audiobooks when I run and I was listening to Think and Grow Rich. And he goes, oh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill fan, huh? And I was like, oh, you've you've read it? He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely read that. So he and I started talking more about different books. And it turns out he's read The Rational Mail. He was the, he's the first guy that I met in person, I think, that's also read The Rational Mail. Um, he, I recommended How to Be a 3% Man. He read that. So he's, he's, he's read some of this stuff, some of it on his own, some of it based on my suggestion, but he and I've read some of the, some of these, you know, works together. And he always came across as like a natural to me, like a natural 3% man type guy. He owns his own business. He's pretty wealthy. He, uh, you know, he has, a, he, he has his wife, but you know, he has his own things going on too, right? Like every morning he would go into town and, and, and have coffee at the local coffee shop and, and socialize. He would do that to socialize with other people. His wife wasn't much of a socialite. So she, uh, she didn't really join him very often, but uh, you know, so he would do those types of things on his own. He would go to run club every Wednesday and, you know, hang out with all the run club crew. We would, we go for run and then meet up and, and have drinks and dinner afterwards and just socialize. You know, he was, he was really good at that we went and did like runs on the weekends and he just seemed like a guy who was on his purpose and, you know, he was making a great cake of a life for himself and his wife was just there as the icing. Well, one day, uh, you know, like I said, we have this mutual friend in, in uh, run club who happens to be a female. Uh, she's, she's divorced, but you know, th this, this gentleman's like much older. He's like, man, I think in his sixties. Um, and you know, and I, and this, this female friend of ours, she, you know, she's not, she's not really looking, you know, to, to hook up with anybody in run club. Like she, I just, I just know her very well. She just is not that kind of person. And, but she's very helpful, right? She comes over here. She cuts my kid's hair. She, uh, she and I will go for runs occasionally on her own. Um, you know, she like, you know, i she she'll you know if i need help moving or something like that she's one of those one of the few women that'll like come and help with that sort of thing and vice versa she's just very helpful well he had a bunch of yard work going on at his house 
And so she went up there to help him one day and his, his wife happened to not be there. And, uh, after that, uh, she just like his wife just like absolutely lost her shit and like accused him of cheating and all this stuff. And instead of just sort of like, yeah, I could have cheated on you and blow it off. Right. Like that's cause that's how you handle that kind of thing. Be like, uh, like, are you, you know, you think I'm, you think I'm cheating with her? Well, I mean, I could, but you know, and then just play it off. Right. Like it's a shit test at that point, but he didn't do that. He starts like, he starts deering. He starts explaining himself. He starts defending himself. Right. He starts rationalizing. Oh, she was just up here to help. I don't get mad. Right. Well, so not only did that happen, but because of that situation, she also got mad of his social circle and, uh, you know, hanging out with people at the run club, hanging out with people at the coffee shop. We would also meet up on Fridays. Occasionally we called it Friday afternoon club and we'd meet up at, at various people's houses and, you know, have, uh, sort of like, you know, bring your own food and drink and just socialize and stuff like that. And she got mad at him for, for doing all these things. Cause these are things that he likes to do. And so in order to please her, he decided to quit run club, decided to stop going to the coffee shop in the morning. Doesn't, doesn't go to Friday afternoon club anymore. Basically doesn't talk to like hardly anybody anymore and decided that I'm just going to give up everything that I'm into to make my wife happy. Right. Um, and I, you know, I think women might want that at first, right? They might, they might say they want you to quit doing all of these things that make you an attractive guy because they want to spend more time with you. But what will end up happening either consciously or subconsciously is they will realize that you gave up everything that made you an attractive person to make them happy. And that will make you less attractive to them at the end of the day. Because that's being a weak, non-masculine person. You're falling into her frame just to try to avoid making her upset, right? So by being afraid of potentially losing her because she's upset that you had someone over to help you with yard work, and then just completely falling into her frame and like, you know, uh, acquiescing to her demands, doing all that kind of stuff is not going to keep her around. It might keep her around for the short term, but that's not going to keep her around for the long term. Keeping her around for the long term means you have to do what you've done from the beginning. And if you are the kind of person that has a social circle that goes to a run club that, um, you know, likes to hang out with, with, with people at six in the morning at, at, at a coffee shop. I, I can't do that myself cause I am not a morning person, <laughs> but you know, I mean, if that's who you were and like, that's the kind of thing that attracted her to you in the first place, you, you can't just throw that all away thinking that, you know, that's going to make her happy because what dr- brought her to you in the first place is what made her happy. It's, 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 it's a, a, a weird paradox, right? They call that um, they call that betatization through a thousand concessions, right? You know, your woman starts chipping away 
at your your strong masculine frame and presence to try to make you conform more right or try to civilize you more um, and fit you into this more of a beta provider type role but we all know if you guys if you guys have been following me forever you know you know about hypergamy right hypergamy is dualistic you got the alpha fucks beta bucks right so if you're the alpha fucks guy that she gets with because she's your 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 strong masculine man she, you know she wants to she wants to jump your bones all the time and then she starts like betatizing you a little bit right and then you completely get rid of this side of you and become that beta to try to make her happy she's not going to want to fuck anymore they don't want to they don't want to fuck the beta they want to fuck the alpha you know what i mean this is her best friend right here this is the guy that she wants to fuck, right? So if you like, and guys wonder why they end up in dead bedrooms. They've been married to 30 years to their best friend, but they don't fuck anymore. It's because of that shit. It's because you're, you're kowtowing to her. You're afraid of her emotions. You, you're, you're, tr you're practicing the happy wife, happy life nonsense. And that's, it, it it's, it's a, it's a lie. It's an absolute lie. We've all been taught it our life, but it's an absolute lie. You know what? what is the truth? Happy husband, happy life. That's the truth, right? It's not even necessarily a happy spouse, happy house, right? It, like you always have to rhyme everything. No, if you want a, a relationship to succeed, you have to set the tone and take the lead and she's just there to follow. All right. And you can't be, you can't be like changing what you're doing because she might get a little agitated. You know, that's just how women are. Women need a little bit of drama in their life. They, they crave indignation. Right. And so you just need to not be affected by her losing her shit occasionally. You know, um, a lot of you guys are 3% brothers. A lot of you guys have read how to be a 3% man. Some of you 10 to 15 times at least, right? Corey talks about being unshakable, about staying centered. This is, this whole episode is about staying in your center, right? Corey gives the analogy of you're on a, you're on a, a little, you know, sailboat in the middle of the ocean and your job is to keep that, that sailboat going. Your job is to keep that sailboat from tipping over. And her, as the woman, her being the emotional creature that she is, will have these mood swings. And those mood swings sometimes will be these crashing waves that are hitting your boat trying to flip you over. And she's trying to see if you can keep that boat straight. And if you can't, she can't, she will never trust you to sail that boat again. She, she won't trust your masculine presence. So your job is to basically ignore what she's doing, right? You have to be indifferent to her emotional mood swings. And, you know, so that's, you know, that he talks about indifference makes a difference. You have to be indifferent to it. Just shrug it off. Right. Um, you know, I, I talk about my holy trinity of dating books all the time. Uh, Atomic Attraction has a great example of this, right? Where there's a case study in there where this guy comes home and he's a little bit late and his girlfriend's pissed. And she's like, 
where have you been? Were you cheating with me or cheating on me with your ex-girlfriend? And he's like, you, you think that I was cheating on you? And she's like, well, you could have been. And he goes, yeah, I could have been. And then he goes into the kitchen. He goes, are you hungry? I'm thinking about making some steak, right? Just totally indifferent to the situation. Just like, you know, you're, and it makes women, when you do that to them, it sort of makes them question like, oh, maybe I'm just being crazy, right? But if you like play into her emotional roller coaster, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. She's just, she's always going to question you. She's never going to feel safe and secure in the relationship because you can't keep your own emotions in check because you're trying to not make her upset. Chicks, (laughs) chick, as soon, you know, just as the sun, you know, the sun uh, rises in the east and sets in the west, chicks are going to be upset. You know what I mean? You just have to like shrug it off and be like, and just almost laugh at them. Be like, man, you're so cute. You're so cute that you're upset right now because it is, it's, it's, you know, maybe it's annoying a little bit too, but you know, it's just women being women and you can't, you can't, you know, fault them for that. That's their, that's how they're wired. They're wired to be emotionally, you know, questionable, emotionally unstable a little bit. That's why there's, you know, if you look at the hot crazy matrix, there's no such thing as a chick that's not at least a number four crazy because they're fucking emotional. Those emotions, you know, make them absolutely batshit crazy. Some of them more crazy than others. And depend on depending on, you know, her ovulationary cycle, her emotions might be completely out of control. So there's no sense in 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 being scared of that. Just laugh at it. That's just how women are, man. Um that sort of uh, brings me to the next topic here, right? When you, and I've mentioned it several times, right? Like when you're scared of your woman for getting mad at you for being on a podcast, when you're scared of your woman being mad at you because you have a social circle and you like to go to the coffee shop at six in the morning, you're falling into her frame, right? And iron rule of Tomasi number one is that frame is everything. Once you lose frame with your woman, it's like so hard to get it back. It's so hard to get it back. So the trick is to never lose that frame to begin with, right? You have to maintain that strong masculine frame at all times. You have to be aware of it. The only way that I know of to maintain that is by being lovingly detached from the relationship. And and I, I've mentioned that all the time too. But you have to be at... Uh, emotionally like lovingly detached from the relationship so that you can be aware of what's going on in the relationship. Too many guys lose themselves. They, because guys are guys love idealistically, right? Like the way men love is arguably real love, right? Women love opportunistically. They, they love us for what we can provide and how we make them feel in the moment. Um, Men love, as close to unconditionally as you can get, right? Men shouldn't love unconditionally, but a lot of guys do. Guys will marry a girl and uh, they get wife goggles and they she basically is frozen in her mind as this perfect creature for the rest of his life. It, it doesn't matter if she's getting fat, if she's getting ugly, if she's turning into an epic bitch, he still sees her as the woman that he married, you know, when they first put when he first put that ring on her finger. And that's called wife goggles and it's unrealistic. 
And so the only way to avoid that from happening and be and be able to be aware of how you're acting, how you're uh, maintaining, uh, or I'm sorry, monitoring how she looks at you from an attraction standpoint, because, you know, if you guys are 3% brothers, maybe you guys don't follow, uh, you know, Rolla Tomasi at all, but maybe you guys are, are Corey Wayne guys. Corey talks about always keeping an eye on her attraction level, right? He's got that scale of one to 10 and you're always trying to measure her attraction level to you. It's the same idea, right? You want to make, make sure that you're lovingly detached enough that you can spot that. Because if you don't, then you're going to fall back on old habits and become a beta and you're going to try to be a people pleaser and that you'll end up being unattractive to her in the long run. Um, yeah, like, so when you, like you lose frame, you'll, you'll lose that attraction. It appears weak. Um, so leading up to this, I, uh, I reached out to Ryan Stone because he's talked about this before on the on the podcast. If you go back and, and watch my episode with Ryan on Scorched Earth. Um, basically, it's the same concept. Like if your woman's not acting right, you burn it down, right? But he, after, I, I don't know if he mentions it in that episode, but he definitely told me about it uh, either before or after the recording. He, I'm pretty sure it was that time. But he told me about this, this thing called the emasculation paradox. And it was written about, in uh, an article by a guy that went by a uh, Hawaiian libertarian and uh, Ryan stone says it's the first known red pill post on the internet. And the, and the post is called uh, something like game is red pill. Right. And later down in the, in the article, he talks about what he calls the emasculation paradox. So essentially Guys are afraid of their woman's emotional state. So they basically placate her and do things to please her to try to make her happy. This is where stuff like the five love languages came in, right? Five love languages uh, is complete bullshit, guys. Cause um, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of people, you know, who read Corey stuff, they don't do take in any of the red pill stuff. They 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 really like to uh, point to the five love languages and you hear people say it all the time. It's so mainstream, right? Um, Oh, you know, receiving gifts isn't really my love language and whatever. It's like (laughs) none of it's anybody's real love language. There's no science behind the five love languages. It's, it was made up by some guy and it's, it's never been um, actually peer reviewed. Right. Um, I think the guy who wrote it isn't even like a psychologist. Um, Paul Benjamin and I, uh, Paul Benjamin from Apex Mindset, and I did did a whole episode on how the five love languages is complete garbage. And what it ends up doing is uh, it's it, you're basically trying to negotiate genuine desire at that point, right? Um, and 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 where you get to is a place where you know guys, if you ask any guy what their love languages are, uh, usually the the top two are physical touch and words of affirmation, because those are the two things that men typically don't get right. Especially if they've been married for, you know, 15, 20 years. So guys are like not getting regular sex in their relationship anymore. And so they start looking for answers on, well, how do I get my wife to fuck me? Right. That's how a lot of guys end up in the red pill space. They try trying to get their woman to fuck them. Right. And women, they don't know why they're not attracted to their man either. So they start, they go for looking for answers and, and, you know, you, you start asking these questions enough, you'll, you'll eventually find yourself 
you know, looking at the five love languages and women look at the five love languages like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. If, if he helped me out around the house a little bit more, maybe I'd put out a little bit more. So guys are like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, honey, I'll, uh, I'll take the trash out. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll make the bed. I'll fold the laundry. You know, then will you fuck me? Then, like, right. You're like, you're basically are trying to negotiate sex at that point. And it's putting your woman as the authority figure and you're trying to make her please her so that she'll, she'll put out more. Right. And it's unattractive behavior. And so when guys get to that point in the relationship, that's usually when you start seeing marriages or marriages um, end, you start seeing divorce happen because these women are just like, I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, he's, he's stepping up, you know, he's helping cook, he's helping clean, but I just don't, I just don't feel like having sex. I have a headache literally every night for three months straight. It's because you're not attractive anymore, right? If you, if you were attractive in her eyes, she would want to bang more often than not. So by falling into her frame, doing the five love languages, start starting to do things to placate her is really what causes her to lose respect for you, right? And a woman who she can't love a guy who she doesn't respect at the end of the day. And all this stuff goes down to integrity, right? You can't respect anybody that doesn't have any integrity. Can you? Well, what do you expect the woman to do? You've basically lost all of your credibility, all of your integrity. And so she's going to lose respect. So by doing these things to try to keep her from leaving, it's going to cause her to lose respect for you. And that's eventually going to be the cause of her leaving, right? That's the emasculation paradox. It's because she she's acting like she wants these things. So you do these things for her and then she leaves anyway for you because you did those things. So that the only answer to that is to own your shit and not care if she leaves or not. That's the answer, right? It by not giving a shit, whether she comes or goes actually will cause her to respect you more which is more likely to make her not leave you. It's counterintuitive, right? Cause you're like, well, how is she going to stick around? She's not happy. Well, by standing up for yourself, by, by not falling into her frame makes her respect you more. And that in, in, in a woman must have respect for you if she's going to love you. So by her respecting you, that will actually keep her around more. Do you see what I'm saying? Going back to uh, Dr. Robert Glover, I think he said it in uh, Dating Essentials for Men. He has a story about, I think it was his second wife. She made the point to him that uh, she basically like would, would like, you know, shit test him all the time, right? Argue with him and stuff like that. And he would just do things to placate her. And she eventually just flat out told him like, like, look, if you can't stand up to me, how can I trust you to stand up for me? Right. It goes back to all of this. You, you have to have the balls to not be like, not be worried about your woman being upset and be able to stand up to her. Right. Why are you scared of her anyway? What is she like? Five foot two? You could take her. Would she go, would she go beat you up? 
what are you really scared of? Or you're scared of her leaving? You know, that's where, um, you know, you also hear Rolo Tomasi talk about like, she's not yours. It's just your turn. Right. That's, that's a, a, not necessarily a good mentality to have going into a relationship, but it's an excellent cope when dealing with shit like this. Right. It's like, look, if she wants to leave, you can't stop her from leaving. So just make peace with that. But the funny thing is, if you have that sort of mentality, like, well, bye, she's less likely to leave. Don't take my word for it. Trust me on this, right? You know, you know it's funny too, uh, that Hawaiian Libertarian post, I'm going to link to it in the description here because it's actually really good. You guys should check it out after, after watching this. But one of the things too, you hear it from MGTOW guys all the time. Um, guys that are like, look, men don't have any agency. They're going to get, you know, rake through the coals and divorce. They're going to, you know, lose their kids and divorce. So men have to placate their woman so that she won't leave so that they don't have to deal with that. Right. So like the only option is like not get divorced or if you are in a marriage, like you have no agency. So you have to just do what she tells you. That's bullshit. Right. That's absolute bullshit. Now, I, I agree. You probably shouldn't in, in in today's legal climate. If you're not married yet, don't don't bring the state into your relationship. But if you're already in that situation, you're already in a marriage. You have to realize that placating her and doing stuff to try to make her happy is what's going to cause her to leave. That's what's going to cause her to leave and take half your shit and take your kids. Okay. But by maintaining frame, maintaining that masculine frame, not giving a shit if she leaves or not is actually what's probably going to keep her, keep her around. Not, not being a little bitch, right? Being a strong masculine presence that she actually feels uh, safe in the relationship with someone that she can respect and look up to. That's what's going to keep her around. That's what's going to keep you from getting, you know, raked over the coals in a divorce situation, not, not being a little bitch. All right. That, so that's, that's the emasculation paradox. Right. Um, and then, you know, I already mentioned the episode I did with Ryan about burning, burning things to the ground, uh, scorched earth, go back and, and look for the scorched earth, earth episode, <clears throat> but it's the same idea, right? Where let's say you are maintaining masculine frame. You don't care if she leaves or comes and goes um, and she still won't act right. And she still won't, um, you know, be, uh, I don't know, a, a value to your life. Then you need to be the one that walks away. Right. And if you are married, you need to be the one that calls the lawyer that gets the paperwork in order and, and be proactive with it and be like, I'm burning this all to the ground. Half of something is better than all of nothing. Right. And I'm burning this shit to the ground. That's how you have to be. That's being a strong, masculine guy in a dominant frame. All right. But oddly enough, if you do that, she's left less likely to leave. So own your shit. All right, guys, I think I've beat this, this dog enough. I think you guys get the point. Basically, don't be afraid of your girl. 
don't be afraid to come on my podcast because you think that your girl might judge you. Uh, owning your shit and being like, yeah, I was on the Come On Man podcast. I said that shit. I believe that shit is actually going to make her respect you more than uh, being like, oh, I decided not to do the podcast because I, I want to make you happy, baby. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much all I have this week. Uh, not the longest episode ever, but long enough. Um, I already have it up here on the screen. Check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash come on man pod. It's, it's now January. So there's only three tiers available. Um, if you need help with this sort of thing, you need help navigating this. Maybe, you know, standing up to your woman doesn't come natural to you. Join the Patreon, man, either, either tier two or tier three, tier two, you get unlimited tech support. You get, uh, unlimited voice and video messages, right? It's all over telegram. If you're not familiar with telegram, telegram's like texting on steroids and it's only 50 bucks a month, right? Like I I've been through a lot of this stuff. I've been through divorce. You're right. I've, I've gone from complete, like, you know, beta, you know, trying to please my partner person to someone who is, is like leading a relationship in a healthy way. And, um, I know how to do it. I know where you've been and I know where you're going. And so I can help, you know, navigate those, help you navigate those waters for you. Right. And, um, and if you need even more help with that, join tier, uh, join the top tier, tier three, because on top of the unlimited texting and, and video and voice messages, you get a, uh, an actual one-on-one -on -one hour long video call with me every month where we can, we can discuss stuff. We can talk about things that you're going through and, you know, come up with solutions for you that will work for you. And, uh, that's only a hundred bucks a month. You know, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty affordable. So check it out. Patreon.com slash come on man pod. Um, if you guys are not on it yet, join my email list, list.comeonmanpod.com and get these, get these free stickers right here. Okay. Um, I'll send those to you, uh, postage paid, just get on the email list. I'll reach out to you, get your address. I'll, I'll send it off. I'm not keeping your guys' physical addresses. I'm just keeping the email that way. If I get kicked off of like Instagram or TikTok or, you know, YouTube or whatever, I can email you guys and say, Hey, I got kicked off this account. Follow me here. And, uh, that way we can keep in touch and you guys can keep, uh, you know, we can keep this show going. The thing about <clears throat> the thing about, uh, being a podcaster and, you know, making video content is you, you're, you're not necessarily in charge of the platforms that you're, you're sending your content out to. Um, so if they just, if they don't like you, if they don't like, you know, what you're talking about and red pill is not very popular, um, you know, they can, they can basically kick you off anytime. So, so having an email list is really the only way that you can sort of hedge that. So get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. All right, guys. Uh, that's all I have this week. I hope you guys learned something from this. And, um, you know, if I reach out to you to bring you on the show, you know, hopefully you don't cancel on me because of some girl. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll catch you next week. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.